What it do, guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Hello and welcome, everybody. Pew, pew. What up? Back to a normal setting for us, easy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good to be back yeah. to this. Yeah. Last couple episodes, we've had a lot, uh, quite a few guests come on. We had Matt Ocheta and we had Isaiah um, Boss come on and then we had Lillian Martin. We had Isaiah already? Oh, sorry. No. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> We met with Matt and Isaiah. No, yeah, that was our we, own separate thing. Yes. No, we had uh, Matt Ocheta and Greg Scalia on go. with us. That was that was a good then, episode on Joy. And so. then literally the next episode was with Lillian. Yeah, that was an unplanned one, but really good. Yeah. Everything we talked about was... Hopefully you guys got a lot out of that too, so... Uh, real quick at the beginning, just want to take a quick second and say thank you for everybody who's been listening. Yeah. We really appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us and... You know, listening to the podcast, we've had a lot of feedback from people at church and uh, family members and both, you know, both good and bad. Yep. Some people have said, oh, I'm not into it. And that's OK. But uh, we appreciate everybody really? who <laughs> have they told you that they told you that, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> they told me that. So and, you know, we, we just appreciate you guys listening to this. And uh, hopefully you guys have been getting a lot out of this and growing in your faith and uh, walking with us mm-hmm. and everything here. So. We are on episode 11. Nice. And what is our topic of the day today? So this actually stemmed, the title of today's message came from one of our previous episodes. Greg had, we were talking about joys and joys are, joys are fruit of the spirit and stuff. And Greg just kind of blurted out, he's like, oh, like a fruit cocktail. There you go. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about uh, the fruit cocktail, the fruits of the spirit. So uh, let's just jump into it. This comes from the book of Galatians. Let me get adjusted here and everything, get things set up. Uh, the book of Galatians, and it's going to be chapter 5, verses 22 through 25. Oh, my goodness. 22 through 25. And it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, as many people commonly hear it, Uh, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Mm. And since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Okay. Hmm. Again, that's Galatians 5, 22 through 25. So mm-hmm. um, real quick, before we dive into stuff, I want to kind of give a little background. I didn't read what came before this, um, <laughs> but I think it's important to read what comes before this. And it's actually from uh, uh, verses 19 through 21. But Paul is talking to the Galatians here, and he's setting this up. And he's, um, you know, he's talking about freedom in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what his theme, in, theme is for chapter 5, and he starts talking about life in the Spirit, and then he says right before this, he says the acts of the flesh are obvious, right? Mm-hmm. And this is why he contradicts in saying, but the fruit of the Spirit mm-hmm. is. So Paul is saying, you know, the acts of the flesh are obvious, and he's talking about sexual immorality, impurity, mm-hmm. debauchery, mm-hmm. idolatry, witchcraft. Um, here's one. Here, I'm going to read through these. Real quick, I didn't put it on. I I probably should have read this, but uh, um, so idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealous fits of rage, selfish ambition, which real quick, we live in an age of selfish ambition. You know, we we talk about this 
quite often, it's right? Like go and get yours. Exactly. Go yeah, get your yeah. money. Yeah. Go, go get yours. You do you, boo. Exactly. It's that kind of selfish thing like, oh, you just do whatever you want to do and mm-hmm. life will be good and that kind of stuff. And but Paul's saying here, like, these are acts of the flesh. Mm. Uh dissensions. Okay. So that like quarrels with families, you know? Mm. We just kind of talked about that a little bit before the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um factions and envy. Mm-hmm. Drunkenness, orgies, and the like. Ooh, that's that's an uncomfortable word. Ooh, orgies. Ooh, <laughs> no one wants to say that in church. Um, and Paul says, I warn you as I did before that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then he switches, as he always does, and says, But the fruit of the spirit mm. is love, joy, pa- uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So, um, you know, when I Every time I heard someone talk about the, the fruit of the Spirit, I always would say the fruits of the Spirit. Yeah, we would always say fruits. Naturally, because you see, oh, love, joy, peace, like, it's multiple things. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm oh, sorry, real quick, and then growing up, just another thing, you know, uh, I'm sure you've, you guys must have seen it growing up in church, <clears throat> if you did, um, or if you didn't, but like you kind of get this like picture, at least for me, there was this picture of the fruits of the Spirit you know, the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. And there was like actual fruits, right? Like an apple, like an apple, a banana, yeah. grapes. Yeah. And then, you know, it was called, they were, you know, putting down, you know, joy, peace on all those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you saw just the fruits and I'm already thinking the fruits of the spirit, you know? So. Right. So it's, it's a really easy thing to do. Just say, Oh, the, the fruits of the spirit are, but Paul says the fruit, fruit. singular. And that's a, that's a grammar thing, right? Like fruit, the plurality of fruit is fruit. You know, you don't say fruits most of the time, but, but I think beyond that, beyond like the grammarly, like it's both and kind of thing. I think it's that like all of these can exist at once. Right. And it's like, I think we tend to look at this scripture and say, Oh, like, well, I I have love and joy, but I don't have any patience. Mm -hmm. And my kids are driving me nuts. I don't have any patience with these kids and I can't really be kind to them because every time I try to be nice to them, they always, you know, yell or like back talk me and then I get angry and, and this and this and this. And so then if you don't have one of those, how can you have all the others? Exactly. That, that's the challenge, right? Cause if you say, Oh, well I'm with all those kids, I got, you know, I got joy, but I don't have yeah, my children. Know, the patience. My... Well, how do you have joy if you don't have the patience? Exactly. How many, you know, I bet a lot of parents, uh, we're not parents, so we don't really know, no. but we can hypothetically say that, Maybe a lot of parents out there say, oh, my children are my biggest joy in life. Mm-hmm. Then why are you hitting them all the time? <laughs> <You know? laughs> For us, like the best thing we compare it is, I think, driving. Like road mm, rage. Yeah, get that road yeah, rage. Especially out here <laughs> where we live in Arizona. Oh, Arizona. You know, people from California call Arizona drivers zonies. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's a good example, too, because it's like, oh, you can be... Praising and worshiping and singing, hallelujah! You jump back right in the car and you, (laughs) oh my god, this mother! (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes it's even like during the middle of like the car ride that you're like in the middle of the bridge of hallelujah here below, like Jesus Christ, our King and Mother, you son of a, Mm -hmm. cut me off and like, and then you go right back to praising, like, oh Jesus Christ, (laughs) Jesus. And then you start singing again, and you're like, yeah. okay, Lord, I'll, I'll praise you. I yeah. worship oh, you. Oh, sorry. That, ooh. <laughs> you're like, ah. Such is the nature of human beings, right? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good. It's good. But, so uh, it's, you know, it's fruit of the spirit. Right. It's fruit of the spirit, meaning that they all exist at the same time. They come together. And sometimes you have more fruit than another. Mm. Sometimes you have more joy than you do have peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes you have more patience than mm-hmm. you do goodness. Mm-hmm. Right? You, and that's totally nothing wrong with that. It's just that the, the, the spirit is the one who will give you the fruit you need for the season you're in. Mm-hmm. I think that's a point later. I don't know if, don't mm-hmm. know if I just said that. but um, And that's just kind of tying into this first point here is that, that we don't produce the fruit. <laughs> the spirit produces the fruit in us. <laughs> and that, that's, that's the biggest thing is I, I think a lot of people try and do it on their own. Exactly. This it just came back to me what we were talking about, man. <laughs> so, uh, backstory for the, all everyone who's listening. Uh, I texted Easy when we were, when I was putting together these notes, and I said, "Hey, uh, you, we were talking about the fruit of the spirit one time, and you had this really great analogy, uh-huh. kind of thing, and and we couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Lord, thank you, Spirit. I for told you back to back. <laughs> We talked about that, like this idea of planting. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. Now it's coming back to me now. Okay, <laughs> like, go ahead. Like, we don't grow the fruit. We, we don't grow the fruit. The spirit grows the fruit. The, like, okay, when you plant a tr- an apple tree, mm-hmm. you do not grow the fruit. The uh-huh. tree produces the fruit. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's only your job to plant something, mm-hmm. to tend it, to, to take care of it. But then it's up to the tree to produce the fruit. And I think... And I think that's exactly what we were trying to say is that we try to grow the fruit ourselves. Exactly. We try to grow the fruit, but mm-hmm. we cannot, no matter how much we try, we can water something and take care of it and everything else. But no matter how much we try it, it is up to essentially God. Mm-hmm. It's up to God and the spirit to produce that fruit in us. Well, think about it. I mean, this is just thinking hypothetically and crazy, but imagine one tree producing all this fruit. Now, like, yeah. think about it, yeah. uh, like, okay, outside in my house, I have my lemon tree, and I have that tree, and imagine oranges not only coming off of that one. Not mm. only oranges, mm. but now mm. bananas. Right. Now apples, all from a lemon tree. That's mm. what kind of like that fruit of the spirit is. It's different fruits growing on one tree. Ah, uh, yes. And mm. we cannot grow multiple fruits on that single tree, ah. because we are so one-track-minded that if we start growing like a lemon tree and we say we're going to also grow apples too but first I'm going to focus on these lemons we stay too focused on those lemons right mm. and we're just like mm. that's I grew the lemons now and then say God's that. like God's like yeah but if you just trusted me you could have had five other fruits oh Ooh, yes and that's oh that <laughs> I'm sorry I'm sorry that's just crazy that just that the spirit just gave that back to us, like said, okay, there it is. Mm-hmm. But you know that I think that's, that's also another crucial point is that we focus on, Oh, I, I just need more joy in my life in this season. Mm-hmm. And maybe God's saying, no, you just need more patience mm-hmm. and that, and then joy will follow. Mm-hmm. Or we get too fixated on one little piece of fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, this apple's really nice. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't know why I feel compelled to say this, but um, the Bible you know, we talked about like Adam and Eve in the garden, right? And we said, yeah. oh, it's the apple of the garden. Uh-huh. Never says that, by the way. No, it little, doesn't. Little fun fact for, for all you listening out there. Don't know why I felt compelled to say that. But, um, you know, we, we like, we have this fruit and we can have a basket, right? And put all the apples in the basket. It's great. 
and it's mm. great. But like, if you start to eat those apples after a while, you're like, I could do something else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is good. These taste good. Like, it's provision, great. But like, I want like grapes. Yeah. Or I want uh, some blueberries or strawberries or like, you know, apples mm-hmm. get kind of boring after a while. My palate is like, meh, eh. I'll take something else now. So I think I think you're absolutely right. We uh, we will experience fruit in one season and then say, man, I want more of that. Mm-hmm. And God's like, well, I'll give you more, but just mm-hmm. at the right time. And the reason why we we selected the title for this one to be fruit cocktail, you know, thanks for <laughs> thanks to Greg, is because yes, thank you, Greg. Like when you when you receive the fruit of the spirit. There you go, right? Fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. You're not receiving one thing at a time. Right. Yes, it may seem like you only, where you're only capable of using one thing at a time, but you can't use that one thing if you don't have the others. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't use one thing if you don't have the others. It's almost like that, oh, this is a weird analogy, but I feel like saying it, like that movie Split. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. Where the guy has good multiple yeah, it's a good movie. Like uh people in him. Yeah. Multiple it's like personality that. disorder. Kind yeah, of it's like that. He mm-hmm. can't be he's not it's weird to say, but he's not who he is if it's not for those people. Mm, right. All those people don't exist if it wasn't for each other. Ooh, ooh, this is getting deep. I like right? this. <laughs> right? So all those and that's how the fruit of the spirit works. Like they each of them needed the other. Exactly. To, to, so they to produce exist. one another. And they coexist off each other. And they also... But one at a time is only out. It's not... You exactly. can't have them all out at once. Exactly. And not only that, but like they they knew each other. Mm-hmm. Like they talked to each other. Mm-hmm. Quote unquote talked to each other. But like like they knew what the other was doing mm-hmm. at any time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's so strange. Because you can have something on the surface happening in your life. Like God could be producing a lot of patience in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But behind all that, like uh-huh. he's building up your joy. He's uh-huh. building up the love. Like mm-hmm. he's producing all this other stuff in you. Mm-hmm. So that way, when the time is right, it will bear that fruit for mm-hmm. may- maybe for someone else too. That's kind of another little point. We'll later. get to that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so again, point number one is that we don't produce the fruit, the spirit the Holy Spirit produces the fruit in us. And hey. if you want the Spirit to produce that fruit, you have to align your life with Jesus Christ. Gotta have that open heart. Right? He was the epitome of the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. He came and he showed every single attribute of this. Um, and that's that's the, the meat of the message, mm-hmm. you know, um, is that Jesus Christ embodied the fruit of the Spirit. Yep. He, he yep. lived out everything perfectly. And we should strive to be like him, to imitate him, not be him, mm-hmm. but be like him and keep working continually towards that image. That he people need to also us. realize Jesus was perfect and Jesus is, yep. you know, God down here as a human, his son. But you also have to remember he still was human and in his human body, he still had some limitations yeah. when yep. it came to his emotions. Like, yeah. for example, he wasn't always crying, but when he cried, he only cried. He wasn't also happy when he cried. Right. Mm-hmm. That whole message we did, or that podcast we did on, uh, what was it? Uh, Lazarus? Yeah. With you know, Mar- Martha and Mary. Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that. Like, the fruit of the Spirit, it just, you know, it, it interchanges here and there. 
it produces the right fruit at the right time. Mm, that's the way. Right, there you go. Right it, it, it produces exactly what you need at, at exactly the right, the right exactly. time. Yeah. So Jesus, you know, we don't often see him crying mm-hmm. or, or weeping in the Bible, but in that moment, it was appropriate. In that moment, it was appropriate to weep with those people around him. Yeah. And same thing. And there's appropriate times for us to show patience. There's appropriate times for us to be, you know, to show faithfulness. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, just relating all of this back to like a, like a Christian kind of like foundation with our lives. Like as we, as we plant the word, mm-hmm. like let's think about, think about it, like practical application for our lives. Yeah, as we plant the word in us, then the spirit takes hold of that, right? Because mm-hmm. Jesus lives in us, the spirit lives in us. The spirit takes hold of the word and then produces uh, the qualities that we need to grow closer to Christ and mm-hmm. become more like him, right? Which again, it's, it all just depends on the season that you're in, mm-hmm. right, I think. Just um, like fruit. <laughs> and, I, and I love this part of Galatians where it, t- it says, um, since we live by the spirit, let us keep in step. Mm-hmm. With the spirit, I love that. Like, imagine, like a massive army. There's a um, I forget where, what, which army it was or what bridge it was, but there was um, an army that was walking across a bridge, and because they were so in sync in their marching in their steps, huh. the bridge literally started to like sway. Like the bridge started to like wow, ha- like wait, like it created a wave on the wow. bridge, and the bridge because of the frequency which w- with which they were marching in unison, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were all in the same mind and the same process. Mm-hmm. It literally shifted the bridge to be able to, I think the bridge even collapsed or something like this. Y'all can Google it yourselves, but um, there's, there's power when you keep in step, mm-hmm. right? That's just in the huge, like the, the world kind of thing and mm-hmm. like a, an earthly thing. But like when we keep in step with the spirit, like how much more power are we able to take hold of and to, to, to realize through us Amen. in this? Um, and that's the thing when point number two, when we keep in step with the spirit, our lives produce fruit. Hmm. So again, the spirit produces the fruit in us, Mm -hmm. but when we are in line with the spirit, that, that fruit becomes apparent through our lives. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Psalm one, very first Psalm in the Bible. Verses one to three says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take, mm. right? We have to keep in step with the Spirit and not stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, mm. but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Mm-hmm. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season. Just mm. what we were saying. Which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do, prospers Mm. and again that's psalm one like the very first one in the bible wow so again the like the spirit produces the fruit we need in the season and this is so this is hard because there will be a season where the the spirit's giving you the apples and you want the bananas Mm. you're like i'm tired of these bananas like the israelites right take Mm -hmm. it all the way back to the israelites and wandering through the desert and they had manna from heaven every single morning right what happened after all they said we want the meat we're tired of this free gift from God that just magically appears that's sustaining us. We want more, God. And, God, mm. and it's the same. I think we can get the same way where it's just like, I, I, I want bananas now. I don't want no more apples. 
Mm-hmm. I'm tired of apples. <laughs> Give me something different, God. Give God. me a pear. <laughs> and God's just saying, like, you're not ready for that yet. You have it. Mm-hmm. But it's not the season for it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You have it, but it's not the season for it. Like, literally, when, when farmers produce fruit, right? You say things are what? In season. In season. You don't buy stuff when it's out of season. Why? Because it's not good. Mm-hmm. Because it's not able to sus- be sustained. It's not, it will maybe mold faster. I don't know the whole thing behind the fruit being in season, but um, that's another thing too. Like think of this illustration of a, 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 a plate full of bowl, or <laughs> plate full of bowls, a bowl full of fruit, mm-hmm. like apples or whatever, or just mm-hmm. multiple fruits, whatever you want to say. But you have a bowl of fruit, and one of the fruits becomes moldy. What happens to all of the other fruit around it? It's moldy too. Exactly. It becomes moldy too. Mm-hmm. It's not that the other fruit makes the moldy fruit turn better. It's that that one fruit turns the whole thing sour. And that's why you got to keep walking in faith with Christ and also reading your Bible and praying and worshiping. Because yeah. you can't let your fruits get moldy. Well, and that's the thing. You know, Paul was saying... Um, like jealous fits of rage, hmm. essentially just jealousy, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is something God has been digging out in my life personally is mm-hmm. exposing jealousy in me and saying, that's not a good fruit. Yeah. That's going to infect other fruit. Mm-hmm. I need you to get rid of that. Like I'm showing you this. God will reveal something to us, not to prove his own strength, but to show a weakness in us. Mm-hmm. Right. So that we can then acknowledge that and go back to him. Mm-hmm. But like, think about that. Like, what can jealousy lead to resentment and hatred and like all these other things. And it'll take over your heart or your soul or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, just thinking about like the, this bowl of, 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 of fruit where one, one is infected and then all the others get infected too. Jesus flipped that. Mm. Right. Mm. Jesus came and said, Normally, in that custom at the time, like a leper, if a leper came and touched somebody, that person would then become unclean. Mm-hmm. But Jesus came, and he, he who was clean touched the unclean, and then the unclean became clean. <laughs> right? So, so Jesus flips this mm-hmm. and says, but if I get in proximity, if I get in your heart, I can touch those places and transform mm-hmm. those things into mm-hmm. better fruit for you to have in your Reminds life. Reminds me of, uh, what's his name, Robert Morris? Yes. Talking about the lamb and the donkeys. Yep. That the lamb is, is biblically known as a clean animal. Yeah, spotless sacrifice kind of thing. And a donkey is known as like a dirty, yep. unclean yep. animal. Hmm. Incredible. Go buy his book, by the way, Robert Morris, yep. correct? Yes. Uh, what's his book called? Beyond Blessing. Yes. And The Blessed Life. Yeah. The Blessed Life and Beyond beyond the Blessing or Beyond Blessed or something like beyond that. Beyond Blessings or something. Yeah. Just uh, look him up, Robert Morris. Super awesome guy. Really amazing. Great pastor. Um, so yeah, and you know, going back to Psalm 1, it just reminds me like the good steps or the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and mm-hmm. he delights in his way, you know, and Psalm 1 is saying... Uh, is saying, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Um, and another kind of thing with this is that if, 
the last part of what Psalm 1 is saying, whatever they do prospers. Mm. It does not mean that we are exempt from trials or difficulties. Right? That's key because this is saying, like, we, we might read that and say, oh, so everything I do is going to be a blessing. My life is going to be great. <laughs> if I just walk in the way of the Lord, my life's going to be perfect and mm-hmm. nothing will come against me. No, mm-hmm. this, is the, this is a complete wrong way of looking at this because oftentimes it's the opposite. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's saying that whatever you, you do prosper, it's not saying that, uh, that we're exempt from these things, but rather that you will still bear fruit no matter what happens. Like mm-hmm. summer, fruit. Winter, you produce fruit. fruit. Fall, fruit, spring, mm-hmm. fruit. Like it, it won't matter what season you're in or what you're going through. Your life will still be able to produce that fruit. At least you'll still be prosperous. And going beyond like, okay, I have the fruit of the spirit now. I have these things. Mm-hmm. Now other people can come to your tree, mm-hmm. can come to your life and receive things, receive fruit as well. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's a both and right. The spirit produces fruit in you, so you have it. But now, so you can be a blessing, right? It's like the saying that God will bless you, so you can be a blessing to others. Mm-hmm. The same kind of thing. Have you you know it, it may not be what exactly we talked about way back then, but like when you collect that fruit from your from your tree, you know. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to just hold it and bury it like we talked about in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. You got to yep. share it. Yep. And I think it's so important to have your fruit cocktail in a fruit basket. <laughs> and yes. just like, you know, walk with, walk with that fruit basket metaphorically on your back wherever you go. Mm-hmm. However you're doing life. Um, because I don't know. I mean, I get this image. Um you know, so a lot of the migrant workers that go and like, you know, pick the oranges and stuff like that. Yep. They they have these huge, huge like baskets that like strap onto their back and they just carry pounds yeah. and pounds of like oranges. And like just imagine like people walking with that that are like Christians mm. and able to just mm. pass out fruit to those in need, you know, to say like like <laughs> Go ahead, keep going, keep going. You know, someone's struggling and having a hard time and you know, you're there and you're being patient and you're, you're, you're sharing that fruit of patience yeah. and you're sharing that fruit of peace with them. That's like, and they're going to say, and you know, you're not, not physically giving it to them, but by you sharing it with them and saying like, Hey, here's my testimony. Here's what God can do. Did for me. This is where I was. This is where I'm at. This is where I came from. Yeah. Like, what can God do in your life now? Mm, mm, and so that person's mm-hmm. going to say, well, that person, you know, why is easy walking around with, you know, a big old fruit basket? I want a fruit basket. Yeah. You know, I want to walk around with all these oranges in, in the back. It's like, yo, that's, that's how I view that we should be walking with the fruit of the spirit and not just putting it in a, in a satch or whatever you call that. A little, little satchel thing. Yeah, satchel. Yeah. And like covering it up and, mm, you know, you got a bundle ex- of fruit uh, there and someone's like, hey, I'm really in need of, of your help, of, of, of that fruit of the spirit. And, and instead of, you know, carrying it closed and uncovered and, and covered up, like hold your fruit of the spirit mm, uncovered mm, and ready mm, to give. That way other people can see what you have. Exactly. Mm. They can see what God can do in your lives. The way, 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> the way I'm imagining this in my mind, right, is I see like this worker out in the field. Uh-huh. And he has like it's a long basket. Yeah. Like it's like a like the, the top of the basket is up above his head, yeah, or at yeah. the back of his head, right? Yeah. How does he show other people what his fruit is? Oh. He kneels down. Ooh. <laughs> he has to kneel down. Ooh. To either take off the basket or for the other and person yeah. to see their life, to uh-huh. see the fruit in the basket. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Like I just, I just have this vivid picture in my mind right now of like this, this, this guy walking around in the field in this long basket. And it's full, right? Yeah, yeah. And people can kind of see them. Like, what is that? And he says, "Oh, let me show you." And he kneels down before that person, so they can now, like, he humbles, he humbles, humbles himself. himself. Yep, or herself. <laughs> Humble, he hum, they humble themselves <laughs> to, to show the other person mm-hmm. their fruit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because when you have the fruit, you don't have to show it off. Exactly. Exactly. When you have, the when you have the fruit, you know what you have mm-hmm. and you will willingly give it away for other mm-hmm. people. You don't walk around the market with your arms full and saying, Oh, look what I have. Look yeah, at all look this. What because what happens? Someone bumps you, mm-hmm. makes you mad and all your fruit gets dropped out mm-hmm. of your hands. Now or you when have someone is in need. Yeah. And you and you're the only one there to help them, but yep. your hands are busy. Yeah, exactly. And you're saying, I can't I can't help you. I got my own things to deal with. I mm-hmm. want to keep my I want to keep all this fruit for myself. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I have a big if my life is big enough to if my heart is open enough to carry all this fruit at once that God wants to put in you, you can then have it readily available to give out to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And like and just oof. Oof. <laughs> I love that image. I love that image. That is so good. <laughs> I just um real quick plug by the way uh Michael Todd does a whole sermon series on mm-hmm. the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. called fruitful like Gosh. like fruit and an f u l l like fruitful and it's fantastic so um again you know we always love to promote other pastors and stuff that we are influenced by and that we look up to and listen to so uh go on YouTube and look up his messages um mm-hmm. you know Michael Todd fruitful and give them a listen because again, he's he's a really great communicator, mm. one of the greatest leaders of our time, just a phenomenal person and pastor. So oh, yeah. go give him a listen. Um anyways, point number three. Uh we've kind of touched on this already, but when our lives produce fruits, we can be sustained through any season of life. Yep. Again, similar to this thing about um the psalm uh, saying, which yields its fruit in season, and mm-hmm. wh- whatever they do prospers. But I want to take you guys to Jeremiah 17, uh, verses 7 through 8, which says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose mm. trust is the Lord. Ooh, ooh, I just saw that for the first Okay, <laughs> let me go back here because I just saw this for the first time. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Hmm. I feel something on that. Like, <laughs> so, so not only do I trust in the Lord, mm-hmm. but my trust is the Lord. He, Ooh, he is. Ex- God. Mm-hmm. Whoo, thank you, Holy Spirit. God is what I need. Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> God, let me form this for a second. Okay. God not only knows what I need, he is, he is what, what I need. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, mm. 
Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Mm-hmm. He is like a tree planted by water. Mm-hmm. Water. Oh, I said that weird. That sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. I think I actually, you know what? Go ahead. (laughs) This is so weird. So weird. I actually preached on this uh, um, verse back at Afterglow like three years ago. Is Is that the same one? Yeah. Hold on. Hold, hold, please. When I was talking about trust, I think I think you're absolutely right. I'm gonna jump on Instagram real quick, really quick here, to look at this. Um, sorry, was, audience, give us a second here. This is a moment. <laughs> it was a story about. Um, yeah, go ahead and describe it a little bit. It was. A, I mean, those the main story that I had with, for this scripture was about uh, trust, mm-hmm. obviously, but. Um, it was about a moment in our lives. <laughs> yeah, right? It's exactly it is. the same one. The same one. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as I heard it, I was like, wait a second. Um, but like, there was a time. It's coming full circle, man. It's coming it, full it circle. It always does. It always does. There was a time where my family, we. So in my family of five, there's my two parents. I'm the oldest son. Then yep. we have Paul middle child and then Eli, Elisha as the youngest. Um, and there was a time where Eli was, was born and within two years he got like really, really sick, mm. like very, very mm. sick. And it was almost one of those, <laughs> I don't know why I'm sharing this. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. Go ahead. I might as well. You feel, you're just feeling it. So he, he goes ahead and he, we're in Orange County, California, and I'm I'm saying this from what I experienced. Yeah. So this is my uh, not testimony, but my version of what the story. Yeah, your is. perspective. So there I am. I'm about six, seven years old. Yeah, about because Eli and I are six years apart. So he wasn't even a year old, or he was about a year old. So either six or seven, and we're sleeping on the floor, like the the. Uh, the family room floor of my uncle's house in Orange County. And I just remember red and blue lights in the middle of the night. And I just remember Eli being picked up by his feet. And then they were just like carrying him like that. And I was like, what the heck? This is weird. But I was so tired Hmm. that something just said, just go back to sleep. Hmm. Just chill. Hmm. Be, just go to sleep. Yeah. So I went to sleep and I woke up and the next the next day, my mom is like crying. My dad's like, you know, distraught. And I've never seen my dad kind of like nervous before or not scared, but worried. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're going to the hospital. My parents still hasn't really told us what happened. If they did, we were just kids and really not paying attention. So I remember being in the, ho- in the car and I'm, we're driving to the hospital. And I'm really confused of like what's going on. And we finally get to the hospital and I'm like, why are we at the hospital? And they're like, well, Eli got really sick and he is in like serious, serious hmm. uh, care right now. He's mm-hmm. in the child or the infant ICU or whatever that's yeah. called. Um, <laughs> so we were there for about a week uh, in Orange wow. County. Yeah. And um, my mom and dad would take turns back and forth 
you know, spending the night at the hospital and then going to my uncle's house and stuff. And this is where it is amazing the faith that my grandmother has. So to get to the, the point of the story, why I preached on this was because, um, you know, it says, blessed oh. is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Um, my grandma, she is like the testament <laughs> of what it means to have faith and trust in the Lord. Um, she, one night, they were sitting there. My mom had just gone home because she was, she was done. She already stayed there for two days straight. No shower, you know, no, not really eating. So my dad's like, don't worry about it. I got it. I'll stay here. Mm-hmm. Just go. Mm-hmm. Get yourself cleaned up. Go take a break. Go, go take, spend time with the kids. Go get your mind off of it. Take them somewhere or something. Um, so... My mom, my grandma, and my dad are sitting in the room, and all of a sudden, my grandma, like by the way, the way the room that Eli was in was just like, it was it was uh, what's the word? It was uh, not covered, but it was insulated in a way. Like they had this. He was behind glass, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Like yeah. in an incubator or something. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Um, yeah. But he was behind glass, and like they couldn't really touch him. And when they walked in, they had to like wear uh, masks and yeah. stuff, and. I mean, he was so pale from being pricked for IC, uh, IVs and stuff that mm. they had to start pricking his feet. Like, they couldn't wow. find veins in his arms anymore because they were just bruised um, and, and he's, like, inflamed and stuff. So they had to, like, prick his little toes and his feet. So the IV was being sent in through his feet, and my grandma was like, she stood up, and she was like, we need to start praying right now. Mm. My dad's like, What? Why? Like, my dad knows my grandmother, yeah. so he starts course, freaking course, out. He's like, what's going on? My grandma's like, we need to start praying right now because I just have, I was just told that the angel of death is going to be coming through this hallway. And God said to me that we need to pray for this mm. kid because if we don't pray, he will not, he will not be saved. Not necessarily, I guess not being saved, but he will not live through this night. Right, Someone right. is going to die this night. And my, my dad was like, what the heck? <laughs> Woman, yeah. this is my child. That's crazy, okay. And so right away, my dad knows better. So he right away was like, okay, let's pray. And there he goes. And they start praying and they're praying and they're praying for like 20 minutes. Now it's 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And within that 45 minute mark, all of a sudden they hear this wailing, hmm. this wailing cry from the room next door that this lady's baby was just lost. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> what the heck? But my parents in this right here, where it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. They said when they were, when they were like, when my dad was praying for this, uh, they were like, he was like, okay, God, this is not my child. Mm, God, man. This is oh. your child. You brought him to us and you can take him away. God, let that, your will be done with this child's life. Dude. And if, you, if it is to be taken away, by all means, you do your work. That is Abraham. Right? Like, your dad is like Abraham, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I that's mean, that's just, that's just funny that, that this verse was talked in this. But the amount of trust that my dad had to have yeah. To go no, through to be through that. And you know what? It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been easy had he not had the fruit of the spirit mm, in that moment yep. 
to not only have the faithfulness Mm -hmm. and the gentleness to pray, but also the self-control to be like, okay, God, it's not my child. It's your child. And you do what you need to do. Let your will be done. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. That is, that's insane. It was outrageous. Your family has all kinds of stories like that too. We have have tons of them. But, and and so now when is that 17 years later, 18 years later, Elisha is about to graduate high school and go to U of A and he's in the honors college. Praise God, man. He's in the honors village. Like telling you from that. And that's where that kid was, you know, that's where he was. To now. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's powerful. That's powerful. That's stuff. so crazy that this one is this verse is the one you picked. <laughs> I didn't I didn't <laughs> even remember that either. But But that's the thing. Like with your parents, right? Like they because they had the word stored up in them, because they had the trust and they knew who God was, mm-hmm. and because that their trust was God, like they in that moment it may not have seemed like it, but they were producing fruit. Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. were being they were close enough to the source. And knew what the source was that they were producing fruit in that season. They were literally exhibiting, is that the word? Exhibiting? exhibiting yeah. All that fruit at once. Yep. Because that is a there's example. no way mm-hmm. you can have that patience to sit there and for that, a that week. faithfulness. Right, and that faithfulness. Yep. And not only that faithfulness, but the peace and the joy. Yep. Yeah. For, for my dad to say, Lord, let your will be done in my son's life. Yep. Like most parents would say, no, God, that's my, that's be, my child. They would be angry. And my dad's yeah. like, no, God, this is your mm. child. This is not my kid. You gave him to us. You can take him away if you so choose to. And that's just, that is just the importance of being in close proximity to God. Mm-hmm. Like being planted, like, again, going back to Jeremiah, being planted next to the stream mm-hmm. being close enough to the source, being close enough to your power source that you are able to, no matter what is going on in your life, exactly. No matter what is happening, you're producing fruit and you're trusting in God and you're trusting you're being fed that exactly that, you're being fed that water of life. You yep. Know? Being sustained. And you're not fearing when the heat comes, when that nope. like, when the trials and tribulations come in your life, you're, you have no fear for that. It's not, it's not even that like, you don't fear when the heat comes. You don't fear when the trials come. Like you, you stay, you're, it says the leaves remain green. Mm-hmm. Like you're staying plentiful. You're staying abundant. You're staying well nourished and fed. Like you're, you are doing good like through all of this. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That mm-hmm. is insane. That story. Yeah. But again, you know, wrapping, uh, kind of wrapping all of this up. All of the fruit, all of the fruit of the spirit was embodied and made perfect in Jesus mm-hmm, Christ. Mm-hmm. And you know, that is what it all comes back to is that he came and he showed love. He like, he's okay. Let's break this down a little bit. So joy, mm-hmm. right? The joy set before him, mm-hmm. right? He, and right before he goes to the cross, we just talked about this right before he goes mm-hmm. to the cross, he has joy. Yep. Peace. Mm-hmm. He's the Prince of peace. Kind of an obvious one. Sure. Uh, patience, like Jesus waited for 30 years before he did any sort of ministry Amen. on the earth. Yep. Like he grew, never too late. He, he right. Start now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kindness. I mean, healing people, spending time with people, goodness, the same kind of thing. Like he never sinned. Like, you know, that, that idea of the, the goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Um, faithfulness. I think this is again, kind of going back to your story too, but 
of what your dad was saying, but uh, Jesus in the garden saying, Father, your will be done. It's, yep, yep. Father, yep. your will be done. Like, mm-hmm. I, like, I'm about to go die. I don't want to do this, but God, I'm staying faithful to you. I'm staying mm-hmm. faithful to what I know I need to do here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and gentleness, you know, like he, he was the lamb, mm-hmm. the, the sacrificial lamb, the spotless lamb. And, and he said, let the children come to me. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't do that if you're an angry... <laughs> raging dude or something like you gotta be gentle mm-hmm. you have to have that kind of kindness to you uh and i think a lot of people missed this last one self-control yep self-control is so important right not just going out and doing whatever i want because it's my life i'm gonna live it but like refraining from certain things fasting praying mm-hmm. reading the bible like these are all things of self-control and jesus r- tempted for 40 days in the wilderness Right. Mm -hmm. And committed nothing, did no sin. So that is a a great example of self-control. So again, just remind yourself of these fruit of the spirit, the joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and Mm self-control. Right. Say it again. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So write them down, put them on your fridge, on your mirror, whatever you want to do. And just, uh, just, and just start to ask yourself, like, all right, God, what's, what fruit do you want to produce in me? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, God wants to produce all of these, but, mm-hmm. but say, God, in my life right now, what fruit are you trying to produce in me? Yep. God's always trying to grow Each fruit. Is being God is used. always trying to grow something yep. in your yep. life. Yep. And it's just up to us to say, okay, God, or maybe you start with one and say, and you ask God, say, God, help me to develop patience. God, help me to develop peace in the middle of the storm mm-hmm. god help me to develop self-control yep. like i could say that one like that every day of my right, life that one's for me right now <laughs> so and again like we were saying earlier like like produce that stuff let the spirit produce that in you and let your life be full of that but then share it with others don't just be greedy and hold it all for mm-hmm. yourself like mm-hmm. share that with others yep. let your testimony right we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony like and the fruit of the spirit can be part of your testimony. Like people will see that, like mm-hmm. that analogy or that picture we painted for you guys of that farmer, right? With that big, long yep. basket on his back who bends down and, and humbles himself before others as Jesus did when he mm-hmm. washed the disciples' feet. And, you know, that fruit spills out and it, it, it's available for anyone mm-hmm. who, it, you know, wants it and can receive it. Oh, man. What an episode. Good to be back. <laughs> it feels good. It feels good. So Good little vacation for us. Yep. Now we're back. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was awesome, you know? Like, we're definitely going to keep having more guests on and stuff mm-hmm. and speaking with other people and for whatever topic or whatever is discussed. But, you know, here we are again, just still, still being faithful, still producing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And at the end of every every episode, we we always want to end with a, a prayer for salvation. Yep, if yep. you know, you said, "Man, that, that that spoke to me." Like God, I want to be able to produce fruit in every season and help me, God. Like I want to walk in the Spirit. I want to walk in stuff with the Spirit. Like we always want to offer that to you guys because the Bible says, "If you uh, declare with your mouth, <laughs> mouse." <laughs> Let's try it again. Uh, the Bible says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you will be saved. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to re- say this prayer and then Easy's going to repeat after me. And if you all want to join in, just say with Easy. We're going to say, dear God. Dear God. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. In need of a savior. In need of a savior. I believe. I believe. That Jesus Christ. That Jesus Christ. Is your son. 
is your sin. And is Lord of all. And is Lord of all. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Make me new. Make me new. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. This is my new beginning. This is my new beginning. Amen. Amen. Hey. Welcome to the family. Welcome, 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 welcome. If you guys just made that decision for the first time or a rededication, we are celebrating with you and we are so happy that you guys have made the, des- the best decision of your life. <laughs> so, uh, and if you did and you want to let us know, we would love to hear from you um, mm-hmm. and we'll start a conversation. You can email us at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com or hit us up in the dms at connection podcast at connection podcast on instagram there you go all right well everyone thank you so much for joining us on this episode we hope you enjoyed it have a good week guys peace out